Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. And the Retirement Clinic is on the air, WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee, of course, with Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist, and do we have a good show planned today? You bet. It always is a good show. Well, they're good all good. Good morning, Paul. <laughs> good, morning. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah, we have Carol Richardson here again, and she's always a big hit. Carol is a retired public affairs specialist for Social Security. Hi, Carol. Is your microphone? How are yeah. you doing? I believe it is. <laughs> Welcome Great. back. Thank you. It's good, good to be here. Yeah, it's good to see you, Carol. Nice um, gloomy Saturday. <laughs> well, it is. It's. is. I'm getting used to the rain. It's just like a part of life now. It is. It's good yeah, for my lawn. It's <laughs> great for the grass. It's yes. nice and green. One of these days, it'll get sunny out. A great day to call in the show. And here's what we're going to do, Jeff. First off, you've got an, your normal segments, the sexy segment, right? We've got the this, boss yeah. segment coming up. This sexy segment is going to be a good one. It, uh, you can it's tell more us. about quality of life, so we're going to talk about that. So it's, oh. it's, it's a good one. Okay. Um, and the rest of the show, now when Carol was on last time, we had a lot of questions. We always do. Social security questions. In fact, Jeff, social security plays into your retirement plan. Well, you bet. When we do uh, retirement planning for clients, it's always a discussion. We had several meetings this week with people. Well, we're trying to decide when's the best time to take it. I have a preference to take it earlier rather than later because you can uh, pass on uh, assets, but you can't pass on Social Security to heirs. Uh, you know, So I, I have a preference to take that a little bit earlier. Everybody's a little bit different. It has to do with life expectancy. It has to do with um, you know who's a higher wage earner and all that. So there are uh, calculations that go into it. But it's a big part of the cash flow analysis. When we try to determine whether you're going to have enough money to last the rest of your life, Social Security plays a big part of that. So we have Carol here pretty regularly. She knows this inside and out. She has a great personality and a different take on some of the aspects of Social Security. So I always look forward to seeing Carol, her. when should I start taking Social Security? Earlier? Is that what, you're, is that what Jeff was saying? Well... I know Jeff says that. I tend to tell people, you know, everybody's situation is different. If you've got some backup money, you know, if you've saved, if you've had a financial yep. planner, which I always promote that. And especially, you know, your daughter's out of college now. Yeah. Now's the time to get these kids started. And, you know, I don't think everybody told us that when we were kids. Right. They thought that that's Social a good, Security that's a good pension, point. Social Security and pension would be the only things right. that you didn't need to plan for. And I think now, you know, these kids are young. Even if you put 25 bucks a month away, you know, you're starting out. doesn't seem like much, but you get in that habit. Right. Right? That routine. And you can up it. Slowly up it exactly. as you get more money. My daughter did start. Uh, Good for her. Yeah, planning. And, uh, I mean, I, I told Jeff this so many times. It's I don't want to repeat it, but I will. My grandpa said at age 22 when I got my first job, and he, shortly, he died shortly after this, and he did really, really well. He's a farmer, dairy farmer, but right. he saved. He said, pay yourself first. Yep. I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, pay most yourself. of us didn't right. didn't know that. How can I pay myself? But you're right. You know, you put money away consistently, electronically, automatically into retirement plans, into investment plans on an ongoing basis. And then Social Security is a supplement to that, a very important supplement to it. But a supplement nonetheless, it never was designed to be the only source of income in retirement. If we look at the history of Social Security, what was it intended for, Carol? It was intended to be a supplement, you know, and it was started after the Depression and people were left with nothing. And so now... 
um, it, it's it's a supplement. It's to give you something to live on, but you were supposed to save or have a pension or whatever. And I think a lot of people, you know, especially when they're young, you're focusing on your house, your kids, or maybe traveling or just spending money in general. But I think it's so important for us as parents to kind of harp at our kids, you got to start saving now because then it's not so painful. And then you don't get into that panic mode in your 40s and 50s of what am I going to live on? And I know we're going to talk about this later, but you know, I've been traveling and I kind of like that. And if I had, you kind of like traveling. I oh, do. Yeah. And if I, I know if I do. hadn't put my money aside, you know, when I went, I went back to work and did some part-time jobs. I had that go right into savings, and Perfect. living off my pension. You know, so anything I do is, <clears throat> um, anything I do work-wise, I have that go right into savings, and it's just become a habit for me. You love to travel. You can't travel without money, Carol. You can't. Uh, you wouldn't. You would not be doing no. this had you not saved or planned appropriately. Right. The best advice is ex- what Jeff. T- we harp on this all the time. Once it's set up, Jeff, and it's automatic, you really don't think about it. You don't. It doesn't mean you ignore the plan. That's right. Yeah. And it's not set it and forget it. And that's not the. I know that's not the impression that you were trying to give. But once you put it in there, you start a good habit. And you mentioned that before, putting money away on a consistent basis. I have to. Bring up something before we get any further. <laughs> and we were joking about this before. Uh, last night I had a, a 50th reunion of uh, of the last time our football team won the championship. Wait, not a <laughs> not a high school reunion. No, but the 50th anniversary of the last time your high school team, which is which high school? Pulaski High School in Milwaukee. And Coach Dufek is a, is a dear person. He's a wonderful man. And he, he was a coach, and George Slovaka is there, and Kurt Radisky put it together. Just a, And I can't mention everybody who was there. But Were it was you just at, wait a, a second. I don't time. want to date you here. Yeah, was, was that a, when you were in high school? Well, I was a younger guy on the team, yeah. So was, oh, you were on the team? Yeah. And you won what the sort city of? City championship. City championship. City championship for city of Milwaukee. And it's the last time Pulaski won a city 50 years champion. ago? Yeah, so that's kind of pathetic. But, but, but a lot of schools go decades without winning ever, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because of... Coach Dufik is part of the, the State Hall of Fame for Co- Coaches Hall of Fame, and that. so it's 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 kind of neat. And we were talking with him about how they didn't have playoffs back then, and you know, the first he was part of uh, setting up the playoffs. I think around 1976, and now so this was 50 now years every ago. Team gets it, and you and you got the guys together last night. Yeah, I didn't. The Kurt Radisky did. So it was it's nice like bringing the band back. back, right, Paul? Right. <laughs> we're not gonna bring the band back together. Get the band back together, boys. <laughs> Let's go. Well, hey, pretty neat. And you know, I thought that these people would look old but they look pretty good <laughs> there are a lot of good looking people there yeah, that's awesome so they're preserved he- he- yeah reasonably healthy active and so yeah, it was pretty neat to see them so f- at least they, you got a championship like i said they're yeah. look at the minnesota vikings right. <laughs> why they've never why won a, you want to look they've at never it? won a super bowl yeah as, as good as they are year in and year out they've never won a super bowl hey you mentioned callers jeff um did you finish your pulaski thing or do you yeah, that's say it. no 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 that's say that's kudos nice. to nice. the yeah to the people that got it that's together. Fun. That's yeah. fun. My high school class reunion is coming up next year. Do I go? I think oh, they're wow. fun the older you are because you're not really trying to impress anybody no, anymore. those days you know are over. I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 I got this job and it was I, shut nobody up. Who cares? Yeah, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Just, just no. go and have fun. Do you know how much money I make? Oh, shut up. Yeah. My, my last one, the head cheerleader had to be taken out before dinner. She was... <laughs> 
Way too many cocktails. A couple of cheerleaders there too. They were yeah, they it, controlled themselves. It's kind of interesting to see, you know, who was thought to be successful then and It's usually the opposite of what you think when is. you're a senior in yes. high school. Yeah, yeah. That is that's fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That stuff didn't even come up last night. It's more about family and Yeah. So that's Once you yeah. get to this point yeah. in your life you care. Nice. Yeah, how are the kids and grandkids? So let's officially open up the phone lines. When Carol is on, quite honestly, we get really busy. I would call now. If you've got social security questions, if it pertains to your retirement plan or just looking ahead, when do I start taking social security? A lot of questions, Jeff, are about spouses. You know, if I pass, how does that work? So the number is 799-1130. Call right now. 800-838-WISN is our toll-free number. Locally, 799-1130. The Retirement Clinic, Carol Ritson. Talking about Social Security today. Right. WISN, WIBA, and Madison as well. Carol, anything new with uh, Social Security? Anything we should be looking out for? The uh, the new Medicare cards are coming out. You know, there was always the problem with Medicare cards having the Social Security numbers on them for years and years. So finally they came out and they said, we're going to do me- new Medicare cards. There's nothing you have to do. It'll just be mailed to you automatically. So when you get that card, tear up the old one and just start using your new one. And they're they're kind of being staggered and sent out, and I don't think there's a big method to the madness. So no need to call and say, where's my new Medicare card? It'll be coming out. Why are they doing new ones? Because they won't have your Social Security number oh, on okay. it anymore. And that was oh, a, and they did. Right. They oh, did. speaking of Social Security and cards. Yes. What if we lose our Social Security card? You can go into a Social Security office and show... Like a picture ID, passport, driver's license. Most people have a driver's license on them. That's probably the easiest way. If you're going to have a name change of any kind, marriage or something, you need to have, say, a driver's license in the old name and then the marriage certificate. And they will issue a new one. Yes. They okay. won't issue it from there. It comes from another. You know, they used to. I re- I'm dating myself here, but I remember when we would type the cards up in the office and honestly, a whole roll of Social Security cards would sit in this manual typewriter and And you typed in the numbers? Yes, and the woman would go to lunch and the card, the roll of cards laid there and, you know, (laughs) and that's when the public had access. They could roam around the office a little bit and, uh, yeah, it's not that way anymore. Didn't have as much identity theft You know, it's it's sad, but um, with the identity theft, those come out of a central location. Do you really need a social security card? You know, we tell people never carry your social security card. That was my next question. If you lose your wallet. You've just opened up a can of worms. You know, you've kind of given somebody a free pass. I mean, I opened up a Southwest credit card to get the 50,000 free miles, and they just take your info right there, and they don't ask you to prove anything. You know, they don't even ask yeah. to see a driver's license. But if you lose so. your wallet, your your social card is in there. It's, Should it's in the hands of somebody else. Home. Yep, keep it at home. I was going to ask that question. They, they just, there's just no, no need to have that. And be judicious on who you give that number out to. You know, if everybody and their brother is asking for your social... I'd ask them, you know, why do you want that? Right. What do you need it for? And there's places, I think the electric company, cable company, they want that number because they want to be able to track you down if you're not paying your bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but other places, if they're asking for your number, be careful about that and, and get a good explanation as to why they want it. And, of course, never, ever, ever give it out over the phone. You know, the scammers. I just yeah. got back from vacation and had a, a message on my phone that said the cops were The looking. local cops are going to come after it's a, you. You know, and honestly, the police department is never going to call you and say, the, looking- the cops are looking for you. <laughs> and, and apparently I have four warrants that I was unaware of. So... <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you know, is, hang up on me. Who did you these. let on the show today, Jeff? Who's in here? A, a criminal. A criminal. I, you know, just, she's mostly reformed, though. But you know, That's those. True. I, I did the caller blockage thing. I still get them on my cell phone. I agree. I agree. My wife, too. Same thing. We get these calls. They're scams. They right? Are. You, you, don't give your social number out over the phone. That's your advice. You know, the IRS is not going to call you. Social Security is not going to call you. And the local cops the, aren't going to come the, after you. I mean, you know, just when they said the cops are going to come and get me, yeah. just that phrase, yeah. you know, they, they wouldn't. But, they, Carol, on, on the realistic side of life, people fall for it. Yeah. They oh, do. Yeah. There they are do. people. Oh. That's why they do it because it works. Right? I used to. I used to deal with so many people, and and a lot of it was in the senior population that had fallen for these things and given out credit card numbers. I mean, there's you know there's those IRS scams going on where they're saying send me Target gift cards to pay off your oh. your liens, and it it doesn't work that way. I, you know, they always are going to send you something in the mail, so be very careful. Also go to socialsecurity.gov that I you know that I always promote because there's a lot of websites out there and you can't uh, you don't always know what's on their website if it's accurate. That is great advice and Carol, we got calls lined up already. Social security questions, retirement questions are welcome. Coming up Aaron Kowal will join us for a minute, the boss minute and then we get to your phone calls. Be patient if you're on hold, we'll get to all of those questions as we continue the retirement clinic with Jeff Kowal on WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Many business owners overlook the value that life insurance can play in their business. It's not just a tool that can be used to pass money on to a spouse or children, but can be a powerful tool in attracting key employees or adding value to a business. Many people, business owners included, are not aware of the various uses that life insurance has, especially with how it can add value to one's business. There are various issues that come up in the business, as I've discussed in these segments before. There's the issue of paying for estate taxes, adding value for key executive recruits, and maintaining value of the business in uncertain times. The issue of education and proper planning are the main issues that stand between business owners and addressing these issues. It takes a team of pros to look at the situation objectively and help plan not just for now, but for what could come up in the course of business in the years to come. There are several ways that insurance can play a part in business planning. I know I sound like a broken record, but key man policies are a huge tool that can add value to the business. The obvious use is that if the executive has a net worth in excess of the estate tax exemption, the key man policy can be used to pay estate taxes. The policies themselves can also be used as a deferred compensation plan or a way to retain an executive for a certain number of years. One way is for the company to pay the premiums and the business owner or executive is the owner and beneficiary of the policy. A second way is the company retains the cash value of the policy but gives the employee the life insurance to protect his or her family. Third is to use the policy for a supplemental employee retirement plan. The policy could be used as a traditional key man life insurance policy if the executive died while working for the company. However, the employee could get access to the built-up cash value of the policy after a defined number of years working with the company. 
These are all issues we work with our business owners in addressing in order to maximize the value out of their businesses. We have our expert team in place that we use to review your situation and explore every option to help you make the best choices for your business. And it does take someone who specializes in business and retirement planning to make sure it's done right. Aaron Cole with today's Boss Minute Business Owners Savings and Security. Yeah, address all aspects of planning with your business. Don't uh, make sure you pay attention to retirement, education, all those things. So then we can go on to the calls. All right. Social Security time. Carol Ritson in studio with Jeff Kowal, the retirement clinic. We go to Dwayne in Fond du Lac. Dwayne, good morning. Good Hi, Dwayne. Morning. morning. Good. Hi. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Yeah, I have a question. My my wife is a year uh, younger than I am. I'm uh, going to retire if I go right to the very end where my Social Security benefits are paid out. I'd be 66 in two months. Okay. Now, I don't know that she's going to be able to work that extra year which she's supposed to be working, and that would put her at 66 in four months. But my question really is if I did opt to work another year, so I know the benefits would increase for every year, it's what, 8%? 8%, correct. Right. For me, is that a full 12 months out from when that retirement date was? Yes. Is that 66 in two months, or is it just at the end of that year? It's it's from when you uh it's from when you retire. All right. So again, full retirement would be sixty six in two months. It would be sixty seven in two months in order to get that other year on top of that to get the full eight percent benefit. Correct. Okay, that's really what I was looking for this morning. I appreciate the help this morning. That's okay. Thanks for calling. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Doing yep. good stuff. Bye yeah. Now. Thank you so much. If you're just joining us, we are taking your questions on Social Security, and I just want to mention the website one more time, Carol. It's www.socialsecurity.gov, and I, you know, kind of tell people any government agency you're going to deal with federal government, it's always .gov. So make sure you're yes. going to the correct website. .gov. <clears throat> um, and check it out if you've got questions. In the meantime, call us. We've got some lines open right now. We get pretty busy with Carol. And any question as it pertains to your retirement plan or Social Security is welcome. Cindy in Pewaukee, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. Okay. My question is, my husband is 65 and he is... Uh, going to be that in November and he's retiring. Okay, I just turned 60 yesterday. So my question is, if I take the early retirement at 62, and of course his his Social Security is more than mine, is that a benefit to me? Would I get that larger portion at 62 or do I have to wait until my full retirement? I'm not sure what you mean by larger portion. Well, his, is it not true that if um, his Social Security amount is larger? Is it half of her? Half? If half sure. of his is, is more than you would hers. only get, you'd only get a full half of a spouse's benefit if you're full retirement age. So you'd have to be full retirement age. But bas- okay. but basically, whenever you apply for your benefits, and that's one of the reasons they ask for the spouse's Social Security numbers, and they do it on both records because, you know, there's a lot of women out there now that are high wage earners. Um, so they will look at both records, but if you're entitled to an additional amount on your spouse's record, they'll take an application for that. But if so, if I take early retirement for myself at 62, at my full retirement age, will it go up to that larger amount? or does No, it, it does not. Okay. Anytime you take an early benefit, that's a permanent benefit. So that okay. reduction is, you know, that reduction is going to be permanent. Okay. So you're saying okay. even if 
once she hits full retirement age, if half of his is more than what she's getting then, she wouldn't get any increase. In no. His. If she's going to get the increase, in, in a situation like hers, because her husband's going to be retiring this year, and then she's going to be retiring after, at the point that she retires, they would take a look at that. And for that, for the amount that you would get on a spouse's record, it wouldn't really be worth it to wait till full retirement okay. age to claim that. You would want to claim it at the same time you're taking your own. Okay. And they All can, right. you know, they'll crunch the numbers for you and, and tell you exactly what you're going to get on mm-hmm. each on each record. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you. Now sure. you just took the wind out of my sails. I was thinking early retirement. I know. Well, it's still not a bad idea. And if you put a pencil to it, it may, may make sense for you to still uh, go early. You know, depending on, I tell people, depending on what other income you have, retirement Correct. income. I mean, my husband is going to retire at 62, too. He's just... He's in construction and he's, he's excited. He's beat. Oh yeah, he's beat up and he, but he's kind of bummed because he's feeling like he's really beat up from the work, you know, up and down these ladders all oh, the time. Oh yeah, that's and, hard yeah. work. And he said, "I feel like I had all these plans, and I don't know if my body's got it in me." But I said, "You know, maybe once you retire and relax for a while." Yeah, tell him to sleep for two weeks, and right. then get up. He'll feel much better. That'll come around. Yeah, that's and, right. So, well, uh, Cindy, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for the call, Cindy. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate the call. I mean, retirement, Jeff. You've talked about this exciting part of our life. Our own WISN's news director, Ken Herrera, just right. retired, yeah. um, and just talking to him, he was giddy. Because yeah. he planned for it, and yeah. you heard him for the last year. He's been talking about this, so that so he planned it. He put it, and for most people who are happy in retirement, and happy they're walking away from it. They have uh, other things planned for in retirement. So they have something to do once they walk away, or nothing to do if that's what they plan on doing. That's okay too. But they, from a financial standpoint, from an income standpoint, tax standpoint, everything else. So that's why our, you know, at, at Co Investment Group, our team addresses all areas of retirement planning. Social Security is one of them. Cash flow, estate planning, long term care types of things that can blindside you in retirement as well. So when you walk away, a lot of our clients are pretty happy about walk away from work because they have it planned out. They know what to expect as they walk into retirement. It, and everybody on our team, from top to bottom, talks the same language. No it, surprises. Yeah, yeah, and to do it on your own terms, like Ken did, you know, this yes. is when I'm retired, yep. I'm leaving right. in radio in this business. I mean, that's almost unusual. Yep. <laughs> I, I had a little trouble adjusting. Um, I still sometimes get up and think, all right, what am I supposed to do today? So when I have things like this to do, I feel like I have a little bit of a purpose. And I yeah. do volunteer work, and I've done some part-time jobs. But, but you keep up to date with stay it, Stay busy. Yeah, yeah I'm, right? I'm trying. Sometimes I'm, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> well, Carol, you can come back on this show anytime you want. But, you know, <laughs> I, I worked 44 years for the government, and I think I just was so used to, from 16 on, you know, going into work every yeah. day, and that's what you do. So it's it's kind of hard to... But but then there's other people that they, they just know. Well, yep, there's a lot of questions for you, so you... Um... You're very popular with this audience, Carol. Thank you. We go to Delafield next. And Terry, you're on the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal and Carol Richardson. Good Hi, morning. Terry. Hi, Terry. Yeah. Hi, Carol and Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, Jeff will probably remember me from last week. I asked a question about <laughs> uh, Medicare. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, I understand uh, with Medicare, they take uh, the last two years of your earnings to determine what uh, charge you would have for the Medicare insurance. And uh, if you happen to be a high earner, um, you're going to end up with the maximum charge. Uh, but what, what, is, what, what would happen in the case of, let's say, that you were laid off right before your age of 65? 
Uh, you know, is there a way you could go back and dispute that charge, Carol? Well, there's a. They consider that a life changing event because, like, now you're going to retire. So there, you know, if you're say you're making two hundred thousand dollars a year, and that's going to put you in that higher wage earner bracket, but then you go into retire, and when you file your benefits, they always ask. Do you plan on working, you know, continue working? What are you going to earn? If those earnings are going to go away, then you wouldn't be subject to that larger amount. A lot of times where that comes into play is if you've, uh, you know, sold maybe a large piece of property or maybe come, in, come into a big inheritance, the amount that they would use would come off of your um, adjusted gross income on your tax return. So, so it's a life event. It's a life right. event that so, they, they can go back and appeal. So if they say your premium well, you is going to be even, higher. You don't even really have to appeal it. If it's, if it's one of those things where when you're retiring, you know, you just let them know this income is going away, then they're not going to charge you that higher premium based on that. Okay. Okay, very good. Yeah. I mean, literally, it'll go from, from you know, high earnings to zero. So. Right. And in a case like that, then you don't have to worry about that. I did. Okay, I did excellent. listen to. I did listen to um, the show last night. I don't know why. I just well see what they talked about last week, and so I thought, oh, we're going to get some Medicare questions. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is. I love it. Thank you, Terry. And, and with the Medicare D, I just wanted to let you know it is not dental. It is uh, that's your prescription drug program. Yeah. D is in dog. Yeah. Yes. And okay. I, I don't know why it didn't, you know, why they didn't make it P, but maybe because they had ABC, they wanted to go with the it was, flow. It was next in yeah. the alphabet. Yeah. yeah. Right. Thank you, right. Terry. Thanks for the call, Terry. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Appreciate you the calls. We continue taking your questions on WISN and WIBA, the retirement clinic hosted by Jeff Kowal, our guest, Carol Richson, and a lot of questions on retirement, social security benefits. This is Dennis from Manitowoc. Good morning. Hi, Dennis. Good morning. Uh, I had a question about uh, spousal benefits for myself in particular, and I guess my wife gets involved in this too. I was born before January 1st of 1954. I'm born in 1953. Am I correct that I could actually, now her Social Security, she hasn't got as many benefits as I qualified. I had the higher income. But I could, what my plan is to uh, take her benefits when she's retirement age and she's actually two years younger than I am, and take half of her benefits as she's taking her benefits also, waiting until 70 for myself, you know, to get that extra benefits. And then when I'm 70, she can qualify for half of my retirement age benefits. And then uh, if I die first, she goes up to the higher amount, that 8%. Is that correct? If you want to do the deemed filing, you would have had to have been 62 by January 2nd of 2016. So okay. if you were 62 by then, you can still do that. If not, that's basically gone away. So if his wife takes the benefit early and he doesn't take his, is there any adjustment to her benefit when he reaches age 70 and starts taking his benefit? She, um, just to kind of jump back on what you said, in order... You know, in the old days when people were doing this, in order for you to go on her benefit first and take that until you're 70 and then switch to your own, she had to be full retirement age and you had to be full retirement age. So that's one jumping on somebody else's benefit before age 70. but if Which you can't really do anymore. Um, once the other thing too is a delayed retirement credits, which is that eight percent increase from right, full right. retirement age until seventy. Spouses are not entitled to that. Widows and widowers are, 
but spouses aren't. So if your wife is going to, <clears throat> excuse me, if your wife is going to take a benefit off of your record, the best time for her to do it would be full retirement age if she wants to wait to get a higher benefit because waiting to 70 isn't going to get her any delayed retirement credits on you, your record. You might have misunderstood me. She would be already, she would take her retirement benefits at 66. Okay. Like when she retires. And then, uh, I wouldn't take mine until seven and a half. Right, and I I understand you're saying that. And my main point with that is that you would have had to have been 62 by January 2nd of 16. If you weren't, that program is no longer available. 62 by January 2nd of 2016. After that, that program went away, along with the file and and suspend. That program is gone, too. Okay. Okay, very good. I appreciate you. You can always give our office a call. We can help you with that and walk you through it, too. You know, and with the delayed retirement credits, I just want to kind of clarify that spouses are not entitled to that. But as a widow, um, you know, Jeff, if you work until 70 before you take a benefit, then Jane would, and you pass away first, Jane would be entitled to those delayed retirement credits at that point. Yeah. Well, she's taking her benefit now. Right. But if she switched over to widows after you passed away, yeah, a survivor. Hey, wait a second. I don't like where his I conversation is headed. <laughs> I, I'm killing him off here. Uh, yeah, I don't like the direction. Of this yeah, guy. I'll see you. Thank you for the call. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna, we're just going to move on here. Yeah, thank wanna, you. For, thanks a lot. James wanna... probably at home clapping her head. No, I'm yeah, that, could, <laughs> that plus insurance benefits. This you could be a right. Good. Oh, who's going to be on the show next week, Jeff? <laughs> Let's uh, continue. We got a lot of good calls. We got the sexy segment coming up soon, so we'll we'll do as best as we can to get everybody on. Scott from Racine. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. Hi, Scott. Yeah, hi. How are you? Good. Hey, I've got a question for you. Um, I'm 56 right now. I've kind of run into some back issues. They're not permanently disability, but, you know, they, they make it a little bit rougher to do my jobs. Sure. So I'm looking at it going, Can is it possible to um, start to pull my Social Security benefit or, you know, kind of retire at age 60, even though I don't receive, you know, my, my full benefit, benefit mm-hmm. is that doable? The earliest... And the reason I say that is I do have a, a couple of rental properties. I don't have a lot and it's not, you know, a, a, a real large income, but it would definitely, um, you know, be that, that um, filler until I could get to our 401k. Okay. The youngest you can apply for a retirement benefit is age 62. Okay. And the only time you can get a benefit younger than that is if you would file and qualify for disability. Okay. It sounds like what you're telling me is that you don't think you'd qualify for the disability, um, but otherwise 62 would be the youngest you could file. Okay. Nope, that answers my question. I just, I'm I'm thinking, boy, I don't want to work till I'm disabled. Right, right. I'd like to kind of, you know... You know, maneuver things if possible. One last thing about that, that since you <laughs> since you brought it up, yeah, that's a good point. Um, his, if he has, if he's fifty six and waits till sixty two to take his benefit, all those zeros don't necessarily count against the Social Security because they take the top thirty five years. Right, they still mm-hmm. use your highest thirty five years of work, and um, you know, people say, well, how does that affect my benefits? You know, you're not putting the money in that you were, but yet. When you're talking about just a couple of years, it's not going to make a huge difference. And you can right. always go on the socialsecurity.gov. They've got a retirement estimator. 
and you can take a look at, you can comp out what your benefits will be just by putting in, you know, you can put in what you're making right now for future years and get a computation, and then you can put in zeros. You know, say you're 57, you're going to quit working, put zeros in for your next five years because it's going to ask you that. And you'll see the difference in what that benefit amount will be. Scott, we thank you for the phone call. We're going to squeeze in Jane quickly from Brookfield. And then the sexy segment, which I'm told is outstanding. It is going to be awesome. And uh, I think... (laughs) If Carol here, how could it not be? Right, right. I I love the sexy segment. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Jane in Brookfield. uh, Hey, hi, hi Jeff. Hi, Carol. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jane. Um, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Good. Thanks for Um, calling. Uh, for, question for you, Carol. If you go into socialsecurity.gov and it says that your estimated benefit is $1,000 a month, now that's not exactly what you're going to receive because Medicare has to be taken out of that, correct? Once you're 65, yes. Once you're 65, correct. And then also uh, taxes at the end of the year, that and, you know, the government does not withhold. And I think a lot of people don't know those two things. So if they go on to socialsecurity.gov and it, let's say it's $1,000 estimated at 65, they go, oh, wow, I'm going to get $1,000. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah, minus Medicare premium. What about they will withhold for federal? The state of Wisconsin doesn't. Yeah. It's not taxed. There's a form Security. you can fill yeah. out and they will take federal taxes out of your Social Security. So if you're concerned, you know, my, we don't do escrow. My husband likes to put that money in the bank. He figures, why let them have it? I'm going to have that money and get the interest off it, even though it isn't sure. that much. But it's a personal opinion. If you'd rather have those taxes taken out now, there's a form you can fill out. And it's as far a, as Medicare coming out of that Social Security check, much like my health care benefits come out of my paycheck, right. it's you the know, same th- thing. They want to... A, they want to make sure they're going to get their money. And B, you know, sometimes the older you get to, we've got problems with dementia and things like that. And they want to make sure people's Medicare premiums are paid yeah, so that point. you've got that health care coverage. Okay. Well, I learned something. Thank you, As Jane. Always. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. Thanks for listening, too. Appreciate too. that, Jane. Thank you so much. Guess what's coming up next? The Wealth Management Preservation Segment. Do not go anywhere. It's going to be good. Carol Ritson joins Jeff Kowal. This is the Retirement Clinic. The sexy segment is about wealth management and preservation. We do it every week. It's next as we continue here in WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. I'm Aaron Kowal of Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. As we all know, a big part of living in Wisconsin is preparing for the changing seasons. And that means never letting a change in weather keep us from having a good time. At Kowal Investment Group, we think of retirement in a similar way. Just because the seasons of life change, it doesn't mean your goals have to. Retirement should be everything you want it to be, and we'll do all we can to help you keep it that way. You've worked hard to save $750,000 or more in retirement assets, and now with the finish line in sight, every decision matters. With more than 30 years of experience, our team knows what it takes to build and execute the right investment strategy to help you transition into life's next stage on your own terms. Make your next smart decision and call Kowal Investment Group today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com to schedule a complimentary, no 
no-obligation retirement review. Aaron Kowal is a financial advisor offering securities through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC, and Investment Advisory Services through RJFS Advisors, Inc. Kowal Investment Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Indeed, used by over 3 million businesses for hiring, where business owners and HR professionals can post job openings with screener questions, then sort, review, and communicate with candidates from an online dashboard. Learn more at Indeed.com slash hire. Don't miss Senior Talk this Saturday at 4 p.m. and experts you can trust at 4.30. This week's Senior Talk guests include Dr. Alicia Evans with Evans Chiropractic Pain Relief Laser Clinic in New Berlin and Senior Move Management Expert Medallia Zanin with Universal Services. Then at 4.30 on Experts You Can Trust, we'll meet with natural lighting expert Keith Johnson, owner of Brighter Concepts, and radon mitigation expert Dave Daniels, owner of Radon Specialists of Wisconsin. It's all happening at 4 p.m. on News Talk 1130 WISN. Hi, folks. This is Carl Rowley, and I'm your host of Senior Talk, heard Saturday afternoons at 4 p.m., and now host of Experts You Can Trust at 4.30 p.m. here on News Talk 1130 WISN. And my apologies for the background noise. We're busy building a brand-new directory of local expert service providers at expertsyoucantrust.com. Local businesses interested in receiving a complimentary listing on the new Experts You Can Trust website are encouraged to contact us today or email us at info at expertsyoucantrust.com. It's the biggest music festival of the year, and it's coming to the CW. The iHeartRadio Music Festival! Don't miss the iconic performances. Justin Timberlake. Mariah Carey! We've got Fleetwood Mac here. You've been incredible, and I've been Jack White. Powerful moments. Tonight, we are all proud to be Vegas Strong. Love this city. Love everything it stands for. Plus, some special surprises you are not going to want to miss. We are back on WISN, the Retirement Clinic. Okay, it's that time. Jeff has promised a good, sexy segment. We have Carol with, with us uh, in studio. Carol and Carol's going to be a big part of this. So let, let's explain what the sexy segment is, wealth management preservation. This show is for everybody. This particular segment we've been doing for 15 years and what it is for people with a million dollars or more. Once you've accumulated some wealth, you have to handle your assets differently. You have to handle your life a little bit differently. Uh, we, for a lot of our clients, we want to preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and then uh, pass it on to their heirs. And once you've accumulated some wealth, it becomes more important for you to do that. But I want to go in a little different direction with this and talk a little bit about quality of life. And Carol is a big proponent of this as well. She was, You were just in... Japan, you know, Japan, because you know, with the typhoon in Indonesia. So I wanted to talk. You know, cruise and tour are good friends of ours. They they've done a lot of cruises with us for Coal Investment Group. We've traveled a lot with them. You have too, Carol. I have, and you've done some by yourself. But talk about why you travel the way you do. And well, maybe we can just because I think that that's when you talk about retirement. And we talk about sex. You talk about once you've accumulated some wealth, what do you do with it? I just think. The travel part is wonderful. You know, you get out there and you, especially going to, to Japan, I mean, you see a total different lifestyle there. And people are so nice. I asked a guy if he knew where this pizza place was, and he backtracked on his way home from work three blocks to show us where it was. <laughs> you know, so people are kind. You see other cultures. It's relaxing. You meet new friends. Um, yeah. I, I just think... You know, and, and I mean, I love to travel in the U.S. too. In August, we were down yes. in Gatlinburg. We hiked in the Smokies for ten hours one day. We hiked a couple of days. 
I thought I was going to die by the end. I'm a big follower of Carol on Facebook. I know. She's like our travel hero. Every time I see it, Dawn even says, oh, she's traveling. Look at where she goes. But that, Jeff, is what people look forward to in retirement. And you talk about the cultural aspect and see different cultures and talk to people in in different areas. You talked about the value of travel and how it just expands your mind, especially in retirement. You think about, what am I going to do in retirement? This is one of the great things that, that, that my clients, a lot of people I'm sure, plan for. You know, we ask, how's your income? How's your health? Any travel plans? Cause, and you can see that they, the, the first two topics, the income and the, the health, are serious topics. They want to address that. We'll make sure everything's in order. But then they perk up when we talk about, okay, where are you going next? Well, we're going to see our grandkids here in Minnesota. We're going out to South Dakota. We're going to uh, Paris or, or uh, right. Normandy or uh, Indonesia or anywhere, but it just—it's relaxing. It keeps your mind sharp, and you even mentioned that you talk about the different people that you meet along the way, both on on the ship and and wherever you're going, and it's just. Uh I don't know. To me, it's just awesome. And I, you know, when I was younger, I couldn't afford to do these kind of things. And so to be able to do it now. And most younger people can with families right. and kids. And and even if you can't afford, it's tough to get away and well, organize and that. For me, it's something like I would never take a loan out to take a vacation. I just, if, if I can't pay cash, we're not going. And uh, but, but, you know, I even take my grandkids on trips, and I don't know if there's going to be anything left for them when I retire or I mean, when I pass away, but. Um, my granddaughter said to me, she says, Nana, you're all about the experience. And she was like seven. And I thought that was pretty, yeah. you know, insightful for a seven-year-old yep. to say that. But That's incredible. But I enjoy yeah. taking them on trips, too, and just sharing that experience with them. Rather than, you know, maybe leave them a pile of money, I can do some things with them and have some fun and make that's, memories. Yes. Maybe you can do both, Carol. I, that's no, what just... I'm hoping for. And, so a perfect say, world, Jeff. and that's yes. what, you know, we do plan for that for our clients. You know, if you say, you know, you need, as an example, uh, $10,000 a month, but if you had $11,000 a month, you could have $12,000, a really nice trip once a year. Why not that? So it's all part of the planning process. Those are types of things that you can, that if it's part of your uh, life experiences, part of the things that, that, that improve your quality of life, you should plan for it. And, and this- then you can walk away from work knowing that this is planned for. And and here we're talking about travel, Jeff. For somebody else, Carol loves to travel. You yep. do? I do. Every, I, I don't know of anybody that really doesn't like to. No, there but, are some that but don't. But for some, it, it might be something different. Their retirement, maybe it's not travel. Maybe it's something else that they've been longing for years to do. Yeah, you know, we've got some clients that don't travel, but they, they're active. They, they bike. They hike. They walk. You know, things like that. My they grandpa stay fished. Here. Every day he went fishing. Those are the types of things. It's just a plan in retirement, whether it's uh, hiking or, or doing things around here or if it's traveling. It's it's that you plan for something in retirement so that you have something to look forward to. And travel is a big part of it and expands your mind for a lot of different reasons. So as we re- recap this segment, kind of uh, head into our last break here, going back to your, your recent trip, I see something yes. on Facebook. I'm in the hotel. There's a typhoon coming. We're off the ship. I went, wow. That that was, you know. That's got to be kind of wild. It it was crazy. And we crossed the Bering Sea a few days before that. And that ship was like being on a surfboard. It was all over the place. And then we get in and, you know, they're telling us, well, there's a typhoon coming. And I, I really didn't know what to expect. But I do have to say in Tokyo, it wasn't as bad as like Okinawa where there was really some devastation there. I mean, we... I think I woke up about two in the morning and some trees were bending and my husband said later on it was even worse and we saw a few downed trees. Sure. But the next day it's like business as usual. Wow. 
It's amazing. It's crazy. Welcome home, Carol. Thank you. <laughs> Glad you made back. it. That was a great segment, travel. I mean, and it ties into retirement, ties into the sexy segment, Jeff. We've got another segment coming up. That's right. Don't go anywhere. Jeff, what's your phone number? You mentioned to a caller earlier. Yeah. Call us. 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. Or if you want to request an appointment, uh, go online. Thekowalway.com. K-O-W-A-L. Thekowalway.com. Market updates. You hear WISN and WIBA every day. Done by the Kowal Investment Group. And on weekends, it's the Retirement Clinic. We'll be right back. For many people, their home is their biggest asset. This is Bob Tarantino from Redefined Realty. Let my team guide you through the process when you are ready to buy or sell. When I think about retirement, my home is always part of that conversation. At Redefined Realty, we are more than just real estate agents. We advise you from start to finish. So don't forget to tune in Saturdays at 9 a.m. for the Redefined Realty Show right here on News Talk 1130 WISN. On WISN and WIBA, the retirement clinic. Billy Idol, who cho- chose the music today? Uh, no. Mostly Carol, so it's her fault. <laughs> no, I like <laughs> it. Billy Idol rocks. I never mentioned Billy Idol, but I do like him. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good stuff. Jeff always picks music out, and I don't know if his guest did or not, but I think I told him Billy Joel, and he thought I heard said Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> It works. Spencer, yeah. It's anyway, Billy. Uh, any last minute things, uh, uh, Carolyn, wrapping up? We've got a couple minutes left. Um, I want to yeah. ask you one thing in particular. You're thinking about that. Uh, uh, socialsecurity.gov versus socialsecurity.com. What's going to happen if you hit .com? You will get somebody else's website, and there's no guarantees. And they'll be on soliciting whether... you to, to to help you get social security. Well, you know, we that's an interesting thing because we did get phone calls one time where these people were saying, "I went on and I looked at disability information, and the next thing I know, I've got attorneys calling me." And what right. are you, what are you guys doing? Well, they were on like a dot com or a dot something else, right? right. And, you know, that's kind of what's going to happen. The other thing is, is you can't guarantee the information is going to be accurate. I just looked it up. I just logged on, and it's not a secure site. Yeah. Yeah. It says not secure, which is my first red flag. Yep. Socialsecurity.gov. And, you know, I always harp on this, but go on and open up a My Social Security account because, you know, the the guy that called that was saying he was going to retire at 60 and, you know, what would his benefits be and things like that. I think you can plan better. Go to socialsecurity.gov and check out the website. I was looking yep. at the retirement page last night and it's constantly updated. It's, you know, there's a button you can hit on the top and if your main language is Spanish or German or something else or you speak that better or read it better, you can flip that whole web page into that language. Good. And, I mean, it's got stuff why like not? Pharisee, yep. you know, yeah. so... But go on there and read up, you know, the lady that talked to about the taxes and not knowing you had to pay that. Those are the kind of things, I mean, I think we're all responsible to educate ourselves 
or have somebody like Jeff Staff help you get educated. That, that is a good point, yeah. You Carol, know? Yep. Carol, thank you very much for coming today. Thank and what you. you said would let into exactly our entire team from top to bottom. We all talk about retirement planning. There are some other firms that have a retirement specialist or have one guy that does that or do everything else. This is what we do. Everybody on our team, Social Security, retirement planning, cash flow analysis, estate planning. That's part of the COWAL way. You can go online, request an appointment, go to the com. If you're close to already in retirement with $750,000 or more retirement assets, do give us a call and come on in for an initial consultation. com. That's going to wrap up the retirement clinic on WIBA and WISN. Carol, have a great weekend. Great having you you on again. Thanks for having me. It was good to be here. Jeff, same to you. Thank you, Paul. A lot of fun. We'll see you next weekend. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in to the retirement clinic. Stay tuned. Top of the hour news coming up next.